Times are bad, but good. It's the Smashing Pumpcast. I'm Frank Garcia-Hale. I'm Pat O'Brien, and we are coming at you with a, just a little bite-sized mini-episode today mm-hmm. in which we're going to talk about a couple of the songs that Billy played at the recent Together and Together Again benefit for Highland Park. Yes. So this was a, a benefit show for the Highland Park community in the wake of the Highland Park parade shooting. And they did this like live broadcast from Madame Zuzu's. And they had special guests there. They had uh, the Frank Catalano Quartet. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go through here of like all the kind of special guests that they had. Billy Swan with Sierra Swan uh, doing some songs. Then you had Billy, Jimmy, and Sierra playing some Pumpkins classics as well as some Billy classics. Corgan sitting in with Frank Catalano and Sierra. And then Chloe joined for a Beatles cover of With a Little Help from My Friends. And then Perry Farrell came out so they could perform Jane Says. Yeah, pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't get to catch a lot of this event as it was happening live, just because I was kind of taking care of a uh, dad stuff, you know, mm-hmm. uh, getting the kiddo ready for bed and whatnot. Uh, but I was able to watch it over the weekend, and uh, it, it was really cool. I mean, it was, you know, uh, Billy, I could tell like the air of it was a little not awkward, but <laughs> Billy attempts humor, mm-hmm. and then it kind of like it, it's, it's, it's a little uncomfortable because it's it's a, such a serious yeah. event, you yeah. know, when you try to lighten the mood and it's not easy mm-hmm. to do that. You're trying your best to just be like, all right, we're here to celebrate and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or celebrate our lives and think about those lives that were lost too. And it's a hard balance act. I mean, like when you do a benefit show like this, it's so, it's a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. I think, but I think they did such a great job with this and, uh, it was really cool to see all these different sets. Yeah. Oh, one of the things I completely left out of here, sorry about that, but in the first set, there was Harpus Janelle Lake. Uh, and then the third set was by Canadian duo Bob Moses. I'm not familiar with Bob Moses, but uh, yeah, pretty good. I don't know, Pat, did you get to watch any of this? No, I was I was doing dad stuff on the road. Um, my family and i just got back from a kind of two week plus tour we'll call it back east just seeing our (laughs) families we we hit buffalo canada newark new jersey by accident (laughs) by getting waylaid there um new york city just kind of yeah so anyway and then like camping in the woods kind of so by the time we hit the camp with no reception and no service so I did attempt to log on to this, but it wasn't happening because I, I was working with, you know, one bar. So, um, but yeah. I did check out these two songs that we are going to talk about. They're really cool. I mean, really awesome performances. And, you know, it was, yeah, very cool kind of pumpkin family lineup, it, you yeah. know. Love seeing Sierra in there, and but yeah, it's yeah, man, it's it's been a like dizzying summer with this stuff. Like I've been back to Buffalo a couple of times, and like uh, just speaking of benefits for these mass shootings, you know, I ordered like this T-shirt, this like Buffalo Bills T-shirt, where all the proceeds go to the families of the um, the people who were killed in the supermarket 
shooting and like by the time it arrived like two more of these things had happened you know it's just like yeah. so heavy um but all you can do is try to yeah like this is such a good instinct to try to take care of help the people directly affected try and try to connect with your community to absolutely keep living and you know appreciate being alive so yeah it's a beautiful thing i mean it's pretty wild like you know how i'm sure these people didn't expect this to happen in their backyard but i'm sure nobody does you know it happens everywhere yeah. it's 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 really heavy stuff. What I appreciate is that Billy kind of says what we're all thinking as far as like, well, what, what can I, you feel helpless in times like this, mm -hmm. like these, when tragedies like these happen and you feel like I want to do something, but all I can offer is myself. Mm -hmm. And I think people don't realize that that's enough. You don't have to be a superhero, but you just yeah. have to be there for people and you have to be there for your community. And um, it's frustrating because it always kind of goes into a cycle, a circle of, you know, of um, calls for action. And then yeah, it's always in action and nothing is done. And it just kind of, we go back and forth, back and forth. It's just the same cycle. And, it can be frustrating and it could feel like you're powerless, mm -hmm. but uh, know that there are people out there fighting for your safety and for you. And what we can do is just show up, make our voices heard and, you know, uh, be there for the community however you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I think the worst thing, which is a difficult task because of the frequency of these types of things. The very worst thing to do would be to just be become so hardened to it. There's apathy. Yeah, which is challenging because it does. It's hard for every one of the like these things happen so frequently that it's almost impossible to devote the kind of like mourning or kind of contemplation that you, that each one of these loss of life events deserves you know yeah because you'd just be doing that all the time and if you have a you know a life to live or whatever but yeah i think like you said just showing up in whatever way you can so that's what this crew of people did you know in highland park and yeah. i think it was appropriate and um yeah i wish i got to see the whole thing but um and, and here's the other thing like we won't like um pick these songs up because of the context of, of how they're being performed yeah. and the fact that the first one is directly about the event and the tragedy in Highland Park and everything. We're not going to be picking these things apart in sort of a um, pitchfork. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're not going to be giving letter grades to these. It's, it's more just kind of, but I don't know about you, but I did happen to dig the, both of these, these songs quite a bit. So, yeah, I did too. Um, so the first song we're going to talk about is the one that he wrote in the wake of this event, writing a song for this. And he, I thought he made a good point of saying like, like when you're younger and you have a breakup, you don't want to have like bad poetry and the, mm -hmm. you know, your reaction to it. And he didn't want to kind of write a song about the tragedy and it be kind of rushed and, you know, feel kind of empty or hollow or embarrassing or bad poetry but that he had taken a nap and it was kind of spinning in his head. And you know what? I'll just kind of insert what he has to say about the song here. What I did is I explained before I played the song that I was doing an interview the other day. We did a lot of press to set up this event. And uh, an interviewer asked me 
would you ever think about writing a song for what happened here? And I said, well, it kind of reminds me of like when you get your heart broken when you're young and you write really bad poetry. I don't want to write really bad poetry about something that is very hurtful. A couple days later, I was working on a new pumpkin song. I started playing some. I thought, oh, that could work. I took a nap. I woke up. And it was the song was spinning in my head. So this is my reaction, I guess you could say, to what happened. I don't know if it's a good song or a bad song, but it certainly expresses the way that I feel. Normally, I do not explain what my lyrics are about. I'm loath to do it because invariably I ruin somebody's stoner trip version. (laughs) Or given my lack of diction, those misheard lyrics that are certainly better than the ones that I wrote. (laughs) See, if you indulge me for about 60 seconds, I like to explain what the song's about, which again falls into the category of unwise, more unwise than stupid, or more unwise than courageous, right? So in the opening scene, I'm explaining to somebody that I found a photograph of us standing in the very spot where this horrible thing happened. It's as simple as that, how something so simple, like a photo taken on a beautiful day, maybe right over here by the ice cream shop, where we go sometimes for a fancy sorbet, and uh, suddenly you look at a photograph and suddenly it has meaning. Oh my God, we were in that spot. And that's what something like this does, it turns everything upside down. Good things become bad, bad things become good. Simple things become complicated. Complicated things suddenly have no meaning and certainly no resonance. Then it shifts into a dream. Sometimes I have these dreams where it's as real as I'm sitting here with you. I don't know why I have these dreams, but I feel like I'm on another planet having these dreams with unfamiliar people. So it shifts to the dream. Suddenly, right over there in the square, Port Clinton Square, I believe it's called, hearkening back to our origins here in Highland Park. And uh, I see a young woman dancing by herself. And she's obviously dancing in my dream for those we've lost. And my reaction is to try to explain to her or ask her for something which is interesting because if she's mourning the dead and the wounded, why do I need something from her? But I think we all have that reaction sometimes, right? We wonder what this has done to all of us. You could say it's selfish. You could say it's focused. But that's what the rest of the song is about. So I hope you enjoy it. So... The name of this song, at the time it was called Photograph, but now it's listed as Ithax, which is a Greek messenger god of the Titans. Here's a photograph I found. Yes, here's a photograph. A moment as of us here is here's a photograph sings sincerely the glow 
I don't know if I'm saying that right. I I tax, I thox. I don't know. Do you know, Pat? Like I said before, you're smarter than me. Let, <laughs> I don't know. Some, uh, I have no idea. I, if facts, <laughs> I don't know. If facts, maybe, maybe like I, Ithaca, Ithaca, New York. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Anyway, that's what it means because I looked it up and I was like, I don't know what this is, but Greek Messenger, God of the Titans. Uh, what are your thoughts on this song, Pat? I thought it was a really beautiful song. You know, yeah. it's hard to sort of critique it on like performance alone, considering what we just listened to. And, ha- you know, Billy even says, like, I don't know if this is a good song or a bad song. I just needed to to write it. Um, but I think it's really beautiful. I think the the performance is super strong. There's such like dynamic Billy vocal stylings, you know, and it's just kind of do it. He's doing all the things that I love about his voice. There's this raw emotion there and it really hits, it hits the same kind of sad, mournful notes that really affected me on a gut level when I first started really getting into his music, into the pumpkins. But that was in such a, it's almost, it's like the, the mourning and the sadness are more of a um, collective we you know it's like a a, it's on behalf of sort of like a group or a collective as opposed to the very kind of personal thinking about one's own life or inner child or whatever you know it's you know what i mean like it really it's like i don't know it brings me back to to what first hooked me on an emotional level about um yeah, the way he performs and the, the the sound of these songs. So this was a, this was a song that is he was talking about like the album has been done for quite some time. So this is a totally totally new song. We, he wasn't necessarily yeah. implying that we would see this recorded or um, correct included anywhere. Just it was just for this event, right? Yeah, because they're working on the next album, right? You know, that's going to be after this next one, this triple album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's not part of that. This was something specifically that inspired him Mm -hmm. for this event. And I think that the idea behind it of like, as he said, like finding a photo where the event took place Mm -hmm. and how you think about like how that affects you when you're just like, oh, wow, that's where... We were so happy here, or this was a good memory, but how could something so tragic happen in that same exact spot? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really powerful. And I thought that the song was really beautiful, kind of had like a little bit of um, kind of Pink Floyd-ish, you know, feels or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I really, I like the urgency in which Billy performed it and sang it, and I thought it was a good song. Mm-hmm. It's a little vulnerable, to be, to kind of write a song the night before about something so tragic and then perform it. And I think that's on display here. I think it's a beautiful song. And um, I don't know, maybe it'll end up on a solo album or something. One yeah, day. man. I mean, it's an incredible thing to be able to do, you know, to be able to yeah. uh, quickly. But I guess that's how things these things happen sometimes, you know, it just needs to come out. It's like the opposite type of process of like really working something to like it it just needs to come out and it is just what it is and yeah like i said it happens happens to be really good i mean i really enjoyed this one which is weird to say i enjoyed it but because it's about but you know that's i know nothing wrong with that you know (laughs) we appreciate it we fell 
Well, the other song that we're going to talk about is a new Pumpkin song that uh, Billy also played, and it is called Scimitar. Another one we're probably going to have trouble pronouncing Schematar, Schematar, because that's it's a short sword with a curved blade that is that uh, broadens towards the point. It's like used in Eastern countries, uh, you know, the sword, like the Sinbad of the Seven Seas type. I know Billy's like working on a autobiography and everything, and he's done a poetry book. But the next book he does should just be like a a dictionary, like a Billy dictionary (laughs) of just kind of Billy words, you know, like, yeah, um, a lot of it could be from like dead languages or just sort of antiquity or just kind of good (laughs) Billy words and then regular words spelled differently, you know, or um, with sort of a pun built in. I don't know. Just a thought. It's just sort of a bathroom read, you know, could be fun. We'll pitch it. We'll pitch. Um, we're just <laughs> first blue chance we right get. Now. Yeah, we're blue skying. <laughs> um, we're totally open to, you know, notes, but um, we'll definitely pitch that to Billy next time we corner him. Not me. Don't you dare give me a note. I will push back. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> no notes. Doesn't work well with others. <laughs> so yeah, this one uh, people were people were guessing that this was formerly a song called Blurricane which is uh, something that does show up in the lyrics uh, the, the mm. word Blurricane because that was during the Tear Garden era I guess or night oh wait no specifically it appeared on the spring 2009 Coldwater Studios whiteboard according to spcodex.wiki and spfc.org yeah and that the song would initially be performed with the short-lived Spirits in the Sky and Backwards Clock Society, which we'll probably talk about a little bit on our Patreon once we get into the Tear Garden era, because there's some really interesting stuff in there. But yeah, it says the best 44 of these 54 songs would form the basis of the Tear Garden by Kaleidoscope project, including additional material written after this initial demo session. So people were saying this might be Blurricane, like an updated version of that song. Mm-hmm. So, which is cool because like there's so much stuff that is just unused from that era 
from like the the era we're about to start in the tear garden up to mm-hmm. literally even the seer sessions like there's just stuff that he has that he can go and pull from you know mm-hmm. and uh, i assume this is part of the new 33 song uh triple album which is funny because I said in our American Gothic EP episode that uh, by the time that that episode came out, we would hear, we'd probably hear the new single, which we didn't, but technically, yeah, we got a new song. We got something, yeah, yeah. So this was, this is the first taste. I mean, this is like, yeah, yeah, man, I wonder. I don't know. I mean, I know we're not the only ones speculating when, the, when this stuff is going to start officially dropping, but um, yeah. I still think it's going to happen soon mm-hmm. like august probably at the end of single. august september yeah that's how it went with uh yeah and then we'll get the seer the rollouts um but yeah what uh, what were your thoughts on this song musically speaking i love the intro to this sierra uh we love sierra swan yeah. and just like her <laughs> saying like you know hoping that she can she was talking about how billy writes certain song you know like that's a simple bass pattern but in the meter of the song mm-hmm. and where it goes it's a little tricky i don't know we just love sierra and i thought it was cool i think um it almost sounds like here comes the sun a bit because mm-hmm. it has that kind of fun groovy you know groove to it and that mm-hmm. guitar part and i'm just it just made me eager to hear what the recorded version sounds like but I, I thought it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a cool song, and it just made me excited to hear uh, the recorded version and what the rest of the album might sound like. I don't know if you got a sense of like, okay, this is where the album... I, that's probably foolish to do because it is a triple album, which means just mm-hmm. like Melancholy, you can hear one song from it. If you heard Bullet with Butterfly Wings, the first single, and you're like, oh, right. this is the album, you're mm-hmm. completely off. So... Um, I don't know, just a fun flavor uh, that makes me even hungrier for the album. Absolutely. And I feel like, I don't know, I can't guess, like you said, what this album is going to sound like. But if they've been for several years now making it a point to, you know, say, to announce that this is a sequel to Melancholy and to Machina and everything, I feel like built into that even though it's still open-ended what that can mean you know i don't think it's going to be a like a throwback thing per se but i think one thing that we and especially with the number of songs it's gonna be like a pretty dynamic sounding album i feel like it's gonna give a lot of different flavors um but yeah like this arrangement i really dug this it's it is hard to predict what this what you know this could be recorded a number of different ways but this arrangement is really cool. It reminded me of a little bit of the Tragically Hip, you know, that, that song oh, ahead, yeah. ahead by a Century. Yeah, we've talked about the tragically hip. I mean, it's they're Canadian. They're kind of you know the guy passed yeah. away, but um, they were sort of the Canadian yeah, like Pearl Jam or something. You know, like huge, huge Canadian alternative. Yeah, they were band on the level of like REM, and they were like 
they're one of Canada's biggest bands. Yeah. 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 That's a, and I heard a lot of that, you know, growing up with like with proximity to Canada and they were big in Buffalo, you know, there's like a spillover Canadian yeah. effect when you live in right over the border. So anyway, that's what I thought of hearing this particular arrangement. But um, yeah, I loved it. I love, I, I, I loved it. I don't know that it gives us a lot of clues about the album as a whole, but um Billy's voice is so strong, you know. That's all I can think. Like, especially hearing these kind of acoustic, like we saw them recently in full full band mode, and his voice was totally out of control. You know, like so strong then, and then to just see yeah. that it still holds true in this, even in this quieter acoustic context. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm it. it it's it's. It's crazy to me. Like we saw, I was thinking about how we saw Billy in 2019. You know, do that solo show, which was great. But I do feel, and then, but then hearing this, I'm like, something is definitely there's like some magic that he has like re-tapped into that is just yeah. undeniable. Like he, with his voice, it's just like kind of running on all cylinders right now. And I'll be honest with you, because like. We're about to get into the tear garden. I mean, we still have a few more Zeitgeist goodies to get into. It's still Zeitgeist Summer. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't worry. But as we're preparing for the tear garden era and on, and the, like little bits of research and stuff we're kind of pulling together here and there, uh, it gets into a pretty dark period for Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, like personally and just kind of his personal life and stuff and it, it, it kind of it's a it's a little bit of a lost period while there's still really great music that came out of that and we're excited to talk about the music for me doing research of that time and it, it's it's a little like it's gonna be a rough time but it makes me appreciate where he is now yeah absolutely it makes me ha- yeah I mean totally like it's in terms of Billy's never stopped making music. He's clearly a person that is compelled to do that, like no matter what. But yeah, we are going to be getting into sort of the 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 spotlight on what he was up to. The sort of collective public interest, I think, was probably uh, we're entering like an all time low period. You know, not yes, not in ri- not right now in 2022. I think, uh, but in where we're going in the, the chronology, yeah. and that is. Yeah, including even us. We are, are, you know, we were not as plugged in as we once were at this point either. So, um, yeah, I totally agree. This is like some very interesting territory to get into. But yeah, make yeah, yeah it's it's all the more remarkable, and to just see like you know, I don't know, it's like something kind of magical about how, and maybe it's just because it's kind of coincided with the us doing this podcast and like being really immersed in pumpkin stuff but yeah to see how they have like i don't know if it's clawed their way back but it's it's something like fought their way back to a really yeah. strong position in the world you know it's it's cool it's i exciting. feel like they're in a good place yeah i feel like he's in a good place they're in a good place and it's a it's a good time to be a pumpkins fan yeah, yeah. and uh which is funny because the lyric i can't wait to hear the what the lyrics actually are because i kind of try to make out some of them but the one that's most uh that sticks out the most is we understand hush your mind mm-hmm. and it's hard not to kind of feel like <laughs> like uh i'm sure it has nothing to do with the fans but it does feel a little bit like yes we get it we get it don't worry 
we're back. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't know. That's right. me interpreting my own shit. But, um, yeah, I don't know. They're just in a good place. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the next year or so. Oh, it's so funny, Pat, we mentioned about how, like, since we've been doing this. And the other day I was kind of going through, like, our, I was kind of cleaning up all our files and stuff. And I was like, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of stuff here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to clear off my computer for my next job that I have. And uh, it turns out we've done like a hundred plus hours yeah. of content. Yeah, it's wild. So yeah, we've uh, it's a labor of love, but we love doing it. We love talking about this band and we love you who listen to this show. Let us know what you think about these new songs, uh, how they hit you. What you're excited about, mm-hmm. you can contact us at the Smashing Pumpcast at gmail.com. You can talk to us there. You can also send us any goodies that we might have missed or whatnot. A lot of people do that. There's some Zeitgeist stuff I'm excited to talk about when we cover the singles from that era, like FOL mm-hmm. and Super Christ. There's some stuff that people were sending us that I'm like, ooh, can't wait to include that. You can also find us online on Instagram at Smashing Pumpcast, cast is spelled KST, and on Twitter, at pumpkins podcast podcast is spelt normal there and uh yeah uh i'm excited to hear the new stuff pat you got anything else you want to add uh joni mitchell performed recently uh, it was really cool did you check that out <laughs> we not we don't have to get I into did. that yeah, but uh, it, i don't know if you want to cry if you happen to be a huge joni head and you want a reason to cry check out the newport jazz festival videos it's, yeah really i don't know just another magical musical thing that kind of happened recently it is i mean she had a stroke not too long ago and they were they weren't sure that she was going to be able to do any of that stuff yeah anymore. it's been nice seeing her kind of out in public in recent years but i thought the mu- like seeing her and she, there's one where she's up there just playing um guitar from yeah. uh just like this train i think which is uh, anyway i don't i don't mean that. i know i just threw this in at the last minute but check it out this is a <laughs> if you like joni mitchell it's a bonus episode yeah. we can throw this in. i don't know it's it was just it's it was awesome so just some musical yeah. kind of cool like moving news is that joni uh was performing a couple weeks ago so check that out and we'll be back it's like guys summer burns on and until next time we wish you i always say wish you we bid you farewell and good night you can wish somebody that yeah no i know it's like <laughs> one is bid one is wit we bid you yeah. farewell we wish you good night anyway good night, good night.